welcome to a special edition of What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast channel that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, you'll hear from our podcast parlor guests at our 2017 North American Summit in Seattle, Washington. Hi, my name is Abe Samani, and I'm the Chief Revenue Officer of Leverton. We are an artificial intelligence technology company that's based in New York, Berlin, and London. We're really excited to be here at Cornet Global Seattle, um, not just as a participant, but also as an award nominee for the Global Innovators Award, um, and excited to go for the uh, awards reception dinner uh, tomorrow evening. I think um, my whole team is here, and we've come from all over the world, which truly speaks to the merits of how globalized Cornet has become, not only in the Americas, but uh, outside as well. We have some of the top real estate and technology institutions, um, including JLL, CBRE, uh, Cushman, Colliers, Cressa, and a whole bunch more here, um, which is really exciting to see. What we're trying to do at Leverton is tackle some of the artificial intelligence, machine and deep learning algorithm problems that are facing modern organizations today. In particular, for the real estate industry, um, we're assisting with data abstraction out of legal and corporate documentation. So what do we mean by machine and deep learning technologies? Uh, these are technologies that allow us to mimic human behavior and automate certain business processes. So imagine that anytime you're making a decision, there's a thousand different inputs that are coming into your sensory perceptors, and ultimately you decide whether you want cream cheese on your bagel or not. We're doing something very similar, but we're teaching a machine how to identify rental amounts or termination rights or uh, renewal options out of legal contracts and then aggregating that data into a structured format so that organizations can use it for big data analytics or for um, forecasting or um, some other type of visualization for management projections. Um, you know, what we have seen uh, from being here at, at this conference is that uh, corporations, uh, lessees, as well as service providers are finally really trying to figure out their stride when it comes to an artificial intelligence strategy. There are some practical applications for what you can do with the technology today, such as autobots for customer service and responsiveness, um, security technologies, so having um, you know sort of AI uh, helping you to keep your premises more secure by analyzing lots of data and making recommendations, um, and then what we do also, which is on sort of the document abstraction, lease administration, um, and other types of facility-related services. Um, I think there's always this really scary overhang around AI, you know, what if it turns into the Terminator and it takes over the world? I think we're really, really far away from sort of a consciousness. Um, what we're in is a state of soft AI, or what I like to call augmented intelligence. Um, we're really at the early days where we can help organizations to take out a lot of manual and mundane tasks that are really low skill and honestly annoying jobs. 
And what we can do is we can repurpose and retrain those employees to be doing more complex work and more value-added work. So if you're a, you know, a lease administrator and your job is for eight hours a day to read contracts and pull information out, um, first of all, you're not learning anything. Second of all, it's extremely tedious and you're prone to make mistakes. And third of all, there's really no career advancement there. You can be doing that for 40 years and not really be elevating your career. Um, I think the right path forward is to use a technology like ourselves, automate a lot of that process, and instead turn those employees into data analytics people or people who are analyzing all of that structured data and then making recommendations that actually affect the bottom line. And with this comes new skill sets like learning how to code, uh, learning statistical analysis, um, or simply you know, getting out of your core comfort zone and doing something a little bit different. I think the way things are moving right now so rapidly and the new millennial workforce that's coming into play, a lot of them are coming in with these skill sets and you kind of have to adapt and stay modern um, in order to be relevant. Um, and things like Internet of Things, Big Data Analytics, Artificial Intelligence, the blockchain are all now common nomenclature for what the millennial generation um, is looking to do in the workforce and how they want to work in their facilities and building environments. Um, so I think it would be a miss for large corporations not to continue to take a stance on what their AI strategy is. Now, implementing AI is not easy. Um, it takes a lot of work, and in the initial days, it's going to cost you more than even doing it manually. So there's an early investment that you have to get over, but you have to build the proper ROI case um, for your stakeholders so that you can say that, look, we have to make this big upfront investment. It's going to take 6 to 12 months. But the results are that, you know, in 10 years, uh, or for the next 10 years, I should say, you know, we no longer are doing manual data abstraction. We are no longer, um, you know, having 100 people doing customer service because that's a really tedious task and we can have bots do some of that work for us. The final thing is, you know, figuring out um, what your clients' expectations are and what they want from you. Um, so a lot of times we talk about AI and everybody's like, oh, it's going to automatically replace the entire workforce, like everybody's going to lose their jobs. That's really not the reality today. The reality is that we still need all those people to help support the AI, to help it get trained, to help it learn. Um, but machine and deep learning are definitely here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Um, you're already using a substantial amount in consumer applications, right? When you type in a word into Google and it automatically completes your sentence, or you're on Facebook and it's recommending friends, or you're on LinkedIn and it's telling you what professional events are near you. This is all being done with the use of artificial intelligence and machine and deep learning. Um, that's because we freely give our consumer data away, at least in the US, and these large organizations are using it to make life more comfortable. The enterprise world is a little bit different. We're a little bit more concerned about data security, about privacy, about where does the data actually sit? Is it on their data centers or on an, on, in the public cloud? Um, so those are some of the challenges that come anytime you're doing anything with large swaths of data. Um, I think more and more corporations and institutions are realizing that they need to kind of develop a program in which not only can their data stay secure, but they can still use it for all of these great advanced analytics, uh, management dashboards, visualizations. Um, it's really never been easier than ever today to get started. You don't need a huge budget to get started. Uh, there's many AI technology companies like ourselves out there that are willing to do pilot programs with institutions, that are willing to invest the time and money into their research and development projects to curate the product to make it a little bit better. Um, you really need a vision, and it all starts with 
the question and the answer, which is what am I trying to achieve? How am I going to achieve it? And what's my ROI case model for this? Um, if you can answer some of those questions, then absolutely AI makes sense. If you're not ready to answer some of those questions, and I think it's worth spending a lot of time to figure out what are some of the things that I need to do as an organization before I'm prepared to deploy an AI strategy. Um, we had a panel session here at Cornet yesterday that I was moderating along with colleagues from JLL, uh, CBRE, um, and Savile Studley, where we spoke at length about artificial intelligence as it, as it relates to brokerage, capital markets, building facility management, lease administration, and um, we heard from a lot of, um, of, of, the, of the attendees as well, and the room was packed because this is such a hot topic. Um, and so, you know, one person asked me, um, you know, what about ethics? You know, when does ethics come into AI in terms of what if the AI starts making decisions that we don't agree with? Um, and I think we're a little bit far away from that happening, but it's something to think about, something interesting. In fact, recently there was a bot named Sophia that was given, uh, ironically, citizenship in Saudi Arabia um, because, you know, she actually was able to answer a lot of questions and give some esoteric comments about life and this and that. Um, now, you know, I, I, I think we're still really far away from that type of bot, but it's interesting that this is coming so much up in the forefront of everything that we're doing today. And I think you're going to see it more and more, um, and whether it's Amazon, Facebook, Google, Netflix, all the big technology companies, or whether it's more niche players like us that are targeting very, very specific tasks to achieve within the real estate space. Um, so again, we're super excited. Uh, the entire Leverton team is here. Uh, we love Cornet. We love participating in the regional events as, uh, as well as the, the, the larger uh, events that happen. Uh, we're super excited and thankful to be nominated for the uh, Recognition Awards Dinner. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to having a great time with clients and partners. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.